Good Tuesday. We're glad to have you with us on All Things Apostolic. Some really, really great reports today we want to talk about just for a few minutes. Um, yesterday, we talked about a tremendous report, and today there's some more. We are going to also, um, I, I want to tell you now that uh, Thursday, Friday, and into next week, um, uh, Dr. Jeremy Wilbanks will be with us. We will be talking about um, eschatology and some of the uh, interesting things that, that are just things that we can cover here without getting in so deep that it's like we all drown. But um, so that's coming up too. You don't want to miss tomorrow. It's going to be great. And if you've been a part of those uh, up until now, we've had several of those. Uh, this will be, be more. It'll be stuff we have not talked about previously. So uh, we, we, we hope you'll join us tomorrow. We're excited about that. Today, I'm very excited to just to tell you, first of all, I didn't even get to this yesterday, but first of all, just to give you a report on uh, Sunday uh, here at the Rock Church. We're excited that Brother Jonathan Sanders preached for us Sunday night. Pastor Young preached Sunday morning, and uh, uh, I think one received the Holy Ghost and one was baptized in Jesus' name. And then uh, in the Spanish service with Pastor Gerardo Diaz in the afternoon, I think uh, two received the Holy Ghost and one was baptized in Jesus' name, another one. And then Sunday night, Brother Jonathan Sanders, who pastors in Kerman, California, uh, preached for us. And um, there were, if I'm not mistaken, seven or eight baptized and 10 or more received the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. So we're really excited about that. I had visitors uh, just I don't know, many visitors on Sunday night. And so the move of God continues wherever we will let it continue. And this is just an exciting thing to see people getting saved and uh, being initiated and incorporated into the body of Christ by being born of the water and being born of the spirit. It's a great thing. At the same time, I mentioned that Brother Sanders had preached for us uh, uh, Sunday night uh, but he pastors in Kerman, California, which is central California, about 15 miles west of Fresno. And uh, the church there is growing rapidly. In fact, um, in talking to him a little bit and communicating uh, in the last eight or 10 weeks, there's been somebody received the Holy Ghost there every uh, every week, uh, at least one. And, and some some weeks, of course, more than that. So there is a move of God. God wants all of us to be a part of it. Uh, and so that's kind of a little local deal report here of just a very few. There's others that are having revival in the area also. Uh, in addition to that, I'm excited to talk today a little bit about um, uh, Paul Elder, Pastor Paul Elder, and um, Mitchell Elder, and Jeffrey Elder, um, his two sons. Uh, they have a work in Vietnam that was actually started by his father, I think, back in no oh, 2000 in the teens. I'm not sure when. In the country of Vietnam, um, and um, this is a communist country, uh, but they are able to get in there, and they just were there and came back from, considering it's Vietnam, a very productive trip. Uh, they preached in Haiphong. They baptized uh, uh, the five or six people received the Holy Ghost. And he's going to tell you all about it here, but I want him to just take a couple of minutes and and uh, listen to this report. It'll thrill your heart. This is Pastor Paul 
elder? Well, to all of our friends and whoever this goes to, uh, this has been our first trip to Vietnam since 2018, I believe. It's almost five years is how long it's been. This was a very, very productive trip. Our first stop was in Haiphong, and uh, we preached in the church that my father and my mother actually started and built. And uh, there was a wonderful move of God. I, I think there was like five or six brand new ones that received the Holy Ghost that Sunday. And also, or excuse me, it was a Monday. And there were many that committed to baptism, although there were many uh, Trinitarians there that were in opposition. Uh, however, uh, we reached out to them as well to correspond with us regarding the truth of this glorious gospel. Then we were in Denang with how many ministers? Brother Mitchell? I think well, it, was, it was 30 total, including our team that was there. So there was around 26. At least 13 of them were uh, uh, men. Yes. And probably more, because there were more men than women. Most of them were Trinitarian ministers, but they're hungry for God. And it was also a great time to teach them how to use the 12 books that we have translated into uh, the Vietnamese language. And one set of those books is the pastor's course that is written uh, by Dr. Wilson many years ago. And actually, uh, we still use very effectively the other books were uh, Brother Crawford Coon's uh, books and some others, but a tremendous opportunity to teach them how to use that material online. And then we went back to Haiphong, and on that Sunday, we preached again, and a tremendous move of the Holy Ghost, and uh, we baptized nine there, and I don't know how many received the Holy Ghost. We actually preached in two churches that day. Uh, I think one of them was a Mennonite yes. church that is masquerading as Mennonite, but they actually baptize in Jesus' name and preach one God and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, but that's the only way they can uh, operate over there legally. If you're in foreign countries, you understand what I'm saying right now. Uh, but uh, not all of them, but some of them, you have to have licensing. Uh, but it was a great, uh, it was a great, trip. Much prayer is needed. Much support is needed. We'll talk about this later, but be very aware that God is doing some incredible things in the beautiful nation of Vietnam. Well, so you can see that even though there's adversity and even though there's challenges, the work continues to grow in Vietnam and people continue to receive the Holy Ghost and be baptized in the name of the Lord. Amen. And there's been great revival in Asia. There is great revival in Asia. Maybe one of the greatest revivals in the world is going on in Asia right now. And some of it, uh, 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 there's, there's, there's many, many, many thousands of people in, uh, in China that uh, have become Christian, have received the Spirit, have been baptized in the name of the Lord. This continues to grow, but it's underground, so you can't tell where all of it's at. But anyway, we thank God for what's happening in Asia, not only Asia. Here's a little report from, of all places, from the north, 
from Norway. And this is Yuri and Kami Singuesa doing a tremendous job there. Praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Pastor Yuri Sanguesa from the Norway Apostolic Church. This is Sister Kami. Amen. We just want to say thank you for all your prayers and your support and your love for the work here in Norway and Scandinavia and also in Europe. Mm. Um, and uh, we just want to say how blessed we are uh, this half year and what God is doing in Norway. Mm. God is really reaching out. We have had so many new people come to the house of God. Baptism is happening everywhere. We've had four people being baptized and uh, scheduled uh, now today, even two people will be baptized yeah. after service. And I'm so excited what God is going to do there. We've also had uh, outreach efforts uh, during summertime and in the women's ministry. Um, mm -hmm. My wife has been very engaged in that. She can tell a little bit more mm -hmm. of what God is doing. Amen. Well, God bless you, everyone. And thank you again for your continued prayer and spiritual support. We feel it here in Norway. As my husband said, we uh, the church is growing and going. And after COVID, we really feel this, this uplift of, of the spirit helping us navigate new ways of outreaching individuals in the community. And so the two big things that we've noticed that have, have just exploded in our churches, our women's ministry in our outreach venues on Friday nights called Summer Nights. And last year, and, and then starting up this year, our largest Friday, every Friday night, uh, summer night, uh, was about 85 people feeding people, playing games, interacting, interacting with them, fellowshipping, and just having a great, great time. It's when you get into nature in Norway, you get to meet people, you get to connect and our children are being fed and it's just a wonderful experience. But as my husband mentioned, our women's ministry is also growing and going. And what we do is we go house to house each month and we have a time of fellowship and prayer. And our largest ladies event uh, has been about 45 people. And just last night we had our, uh, our monthly ladies devotion and we had four first time visitors and the Holy Ghost fell and those are held bilingually in English and Norwegian. And it's just been beautiful to see what God's doing because when you can meet with the women and you meet their needs, you can then meet their children's needs. And then that opens the door to meet their husbands and to meet the family. And it's so great to see that our church is growing, not with just individuals, but with families. And it has been so beautiful. And again, I just wanna say thank you for your support. This year, we're believing for a building to grow and go some more. And so keep on thinking of us, keep on praying for us. The fire is here and, and God's doing a great thing. Amen. Um, we're just, again, so thankful for all of your prayers. It is really helping. We're seeing revival happening mm. in many different areas of Norway. Yeah. Uh, part of the family nights that we've had, we've reached out to so many different nationalities, even in a country of 6 million people. God has helped us reach people from Kenya, from South Sudan, from Poland, from Latvia, yeah. Sweden, Denmark, uh, Philippines, and many different parts yeah. of Norway that has yet to be reached with That's the right. gospel. Yes. Um, last Wednesday, we have two people being filled with the Holy Ghost, Amen. one from South Sudan and one from the Philippines. And so I'm so excited yes. about the good things that God is doing. Amen. Keep us in prayers. Uh, we we desperately need that. Where our vision is. 
to, to consolidate the, the work of God even stronger here in Norway by having a building. So pray for that. Uh, I'm excited for the open doors. We're knocking mm -hmm. every single day. Amen. And I believe God for a great miracle to happen Amen. this year. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. So you can see people are receiving the Holy Ghost. Norway, people are being baptized. The Spirit of the Lord's working. They also are working with some other churches in Europe, in several places, and even in the Middle East. This is an amazing, uh, this amazing spread of the gospel uh, with uh, Yuri and Kemi Sengueza. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, let's go south to Mexico. Here's Pastor Young and Pastor uh, Peyton Bradford in Rosarito, Baja, Mexico. Hey, everybody. I am in Rosarito, Baja, Mexico with missionary Peyton Bradford. Grabbing a quick cup of coffee from uh, a really cool coffee spot here. And uh, one thing about Mexico, you're going to have good, good weather in Baja and good coffee. And uh, so we are, have been today spending time looking for property to build the church. And uh, we're also looking at a model following kind of the idea that uh, missionary Stephen Jones has done. And uh, Brother Peyton, tell him a little bit about your idea, what you learned when working with Brother Jones while you were there. Um, I think it would be really cool and advantageous to have a cafe uh, along with uh, or attached to the church. Uh, simply because it, it, it allows the church to have its own uh, outreach tool. Uh, and so when people come into the cafe, they know that the church is connected. Um, and one of the things here in Mexico, specifically in Rosarito, is there is a, a very strong coffee culture, uh, coffee presence. Uh, and we would love to be able to tap into uh, the culture of young people, um, in the culture of, of Rosarito by, by attaching ourselves to, to the culture. So we really want to outreach uh, to that community. Um, we're, we're here at Bread of Life uh, and the, just witnessed to the, the barista. He's a guitar player. I told him that we, we need a guitar player <laughs> yeah. in our church. Um, yeah. So we want to reach out to, to this community. So you had the privilege of working with Brother Jones for uh, a while there. And you you saw firsthand the impact that coffee shop is having in that community, drawing people to the community. Right. And uh, so this this culture here in Rosarito is uh, very much uh, in, interested in coffee, young yeah, people. Absolutely. And uh, what a great opportunity. Uh, so uh, that's just one of the new ways of approaching uh, facilities and use. Uh, so instead of just having buildings that are sitting there, waiting for the weekend or for a midweek service provides an opportunity to to provide places to meet, to greet, fellowship, as well as do Bible studies Absolutely. and things like that and meet new people in the community. So, uh, Brother Stephen Jones, I, I kind of like to call him the William Carey of the apostolic movement. And uh, so your time there is going to pay dividends here. So uh, there you have it. There's a, there's a revival actually in Rosarito that is happening. In fact, they had their first one to receive the Holy Ghost, I think, even since this report. You can receive more information about it by going to GodQuest with Pastor Young, who, who's uh, deeply involved in these things, as we all are, but he's even more involved. 
uh, and also uh, you will hear about the purchase there of a ranch in which the full intent is to have a children's home there, uh, to have a Hope Court training center there, uh, and numerous other things. It's it's a pretty spectacular report, and I'm sure he's got it on GodQuest somewhere. So anyway, tomorrow with uh, Pastor Jeremy Wilbanks, we will be talking about very important things in eschatology. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow. We'll do that Thursday. We'll probably do that some next week. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ideas that are going around and doctrines and doctrines have consequences, and so um, and so we're talking about this. So if you haven't heard any of this, go back and uh, pick up the three or four eschatological discussions we've already had. They're short. We make them short on purpose, uh, but yet they're succinct. They're but they're 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 packed with stuff, and so look at those. Come up to date. Go with us. Um, you were in the early stages of this, and you will enjoy it. And thank you for being with us today.